This podcast may contain adult language and adult themes. On the other hand, it may not. Sort of a podcast lucky dip. Welcome to the Happy Oxygen Podcast. My name is Simon Nichols and I am a dog walker. A dog walk for me is just over 25 minutes. I needed a podcast that was perfect for dog walks or anything else you do in 26 minutes. This is it. The Happy Oxygen Podcast is here to make you smile, laugh or feel a bit happier about yourself. Each episode will feature a special guest who will be asked why laughter and happiness has helped them on their journey through life and how that drives their positivity. This week, my guest is Matthew Horinot. Matthew runs Ollie Limited, a construction consultancy. Matthew's worked in the construction industry for over 30 years, including such projects as Heathrow Airport and the 2012 Olympic Games. In his spare time, Matthew runs Network Life, a networking group for people in Milton Keynes. In his spare time, he loves spending time with his wife and son. Please enjoy your dog walk or other associated podcast listening activity. Matthew, welcome to the Happy Oxygen Podcast. Hi, Simon. Thanks ever so much for having me. I, I appreciate you asking me on now. It's my absolute pleasure because we're going to find out in the next 25 and a half minutes exactly what your pleasure is. I'm going to ask you a question first of all, which we ask every guest. How are you feeling today? But you've got to use your internal weather system. It's it's spring, Simon, isn't it? It's it's definitely a, a feeling of of optimism. That's what spring is to me. It's the growth of new life. It's the budding of colour. It's having that blank canvas of winter that you're just about to draw upon and and start something fresh. Start something really exciting. So yeah, that's how I am today. I'm really excited. I feel very optimistic. Brilliant. I did some videos over lockdown with my wife around the repair shop. And I don't know if you've ever seen the repair shop. It's a fantastic show. And one of the things that we always, if you watch the repair shop regularly, you'll find that most of the guests are either excited, optimistic, but anxious, or Every time someone says I'm excited, it just draws me back because we did some pastiche videos and it draws me back to that thing because it is. I love hearing the word excited and I love yeah. the fact that you describe this because you, you use the word draw and you use the word canvas and you use the word fresh beginnings. Do you like to draw? Do you like to create on canvas? If, if I'm honest, Simon, no. <laughs> I'm My favourite time of the day, Simon, is first thing in the morning. I like to go out into the countryside and watch the sun come up. That's what inspires me for the day. And I've got a couple of favourite places in and around Milton Keynes that I try and get to. Usually they've got a river in or some special trees or something. And then I see the dawn come up and that is, that's my blank canvas. And, and that photograph is probably the nearest that I will ever get to drawing. If I had to draw, Stickman would be my limit and I probably wouldn't do them very well. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, I'm not an artist by any stretch of the imagination. Not uh, anymore, I, I used to. I just think you've just described being an artist actually, because you've talked about the beauty of something. You've made it come alive in my imagination anyway. I also love yeah. the fact you just mentioned the word happy trees. <laughs> what do you mean by happy trees or special trees? I think you talked about as a describe a special tree to me. 
podcast. I mean, I'm going to sound completely bonkers now, I think. But if I'm out and about in the countryside, I, I have this... I have this feeling that you're in some, you're in a space, and let's not think of space as the area where you stood, but let's think of space in terms of. I am going to go off on a proper tangent now, um, but let's think of space as 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 more of that, a feeling where other things, other beings, other people have passed through as well. And if you're if you're in a place which is quite magical, you can be anywhere in the countryside. Just to imagine other people that have walked through that space been by those special trees at that time have used those trees or even imagine what those trees have seen in their lifespan and and that then just blows my mind quite incredibly i do sound like a proper hippie now don't i but that blows my mind that does and that that's what a special tree is there's there's a few of them that that particularly catch the sun even as I, I look out of the window at the moment in front of me, there's a tree that in the end of autumn, winter and coming into spring to me looks like a brain. And as it changes in springtime, it starts to get its colours on, it starts to get its leaves on, it, it starts to, to grow. And, and that, that, again, for me, is, is just such a, a magical time to actually see it develop. Wonderful. So that's what a special or a happy tree would be. I like, I'm, I'm going to use special trees and happy trees a lot more now. I have a similar outlook on you as well. When I see something and I just think, who's been here? Who's touched yeah. this? Who's been in this area? I want to draw on something you, you said earlier, which is you, you get inspiration from nature. Do you have individuals in your life that you drew, you draw inspiration from as well? Without a doubt, Simon. I think we all do, probably without really knowing it. But just off the top of my head, my son, he's sat downstairs at the moment. He's homeschooling to come and do this podcast. I've left the geography lesson with him. Just the wonder that he goes into, not every lesson, and he's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination where he is to me, but the wonder that he goes into that, that inspires me. This open childlike interest in everything that's going on around us it's unspoiled by anything else and and to see that that inspires me my family my friends you know the the walks that you and I have been on Simon they're always liberating and inspiring yeah there's too many to mention but in reality everybody that you sit down with and you spend some time with and you if you have the opportunity to listen to them then there's bits of inspiration that you will take from everybody, I think. Following on from that inspiration, and and I feel likewise, by the way, when we go on our walks, I always come back super inspired. (laughs) We start to fun, aren't they? They are fun, they are, and we need to do more of them. And at the moment, clearly physically distanced, but we're going to be able to have a hug again sometime, mate. We talk about inspiration, but we also talk about influence, don't we? Do you have people that were influential in your life to get you to where you are now? Yeah. And again, yeah, massively. And they range from my family, my my mum and dad, bless them, they're still alive. There's a, there's a massive amount of influence that they've had on my life. And my father at, at the moment, he's 82 and he's the last of the wanderers. He, he spent his life wandering. And even recently, last September, he, he was caught in uh, in the middle of the North Sea on a boat on his own, had to be rescued by the Coast Guard at 82 and I just I take my hat off to that I just think that's magical that is a, that's an aspiration for me to be like that sort of adrift at sea at 82 is, is not a bad place to be really so yeah my parents my wife 
you know, every day, the, the way that she tackles and gets up and does what she does with such humbleness, that's inspiring. And the people that I come in contact with, I think from a professional point of view, I've been really blessed and I've come across a lot of really decent people that I've learned from. My last, before I, I started my own business, my last managing director who's a Dutch gentleman, he's, he's exactly 10 years older than me. And he, when I first met him, he was in his life where I am now, if that makes sense. And he changed everything. He, he changed his health. He changed how he, his outlook on life. And his target for that 10 years was to go and conquer the highest peaks in the world. Um, and that's what his, his summer holidays were. He, he went and mountaineered. And, and I find him massively inspirational, uh, not only personally but also in in the, in the business life that he has and he's you know one of my one of my close friends now so yeah i've been blessed with with a lot of people that i've met and a lot of people that i've come in contact with i'm now imagining an, an 82 year old a similar looking individual to yourself just adrift in a rowing boat <laughs> without the beard without the beard adrift in a rowing yeah. boat in the north sea not caring where the tide takes him. That has inspired me as well because I, one of my favourite sayings is, all who wander are not lost. And do, do you know, Simon, I've bought that for him for his birthday present. Oh. I've bought him a compass with that written on for his birthday present. It, it was a bit bigger than a rowing boat. It was, you know, it's, 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 there's 50 foot of it, but all the same, he couldn't go anywhere. He was drifting. <laughs> Uh, and what a really brilliant metaphor for life, isn't it? Because sometimes people are adrift in life and uh, and actually they'll just go with the current. You used the terminology earlier when we were talking about happy trees and special trees. Oh, it sounds a bit hippie. Actually, what we're talking about is just a just a way of life that people who with no cares and worries actually enjoy and adopt. What I'd yeah. like you to do now, Matthew, if it's okay, here at Thrive, we have our own virtual happy jar. Our virtual happy jar can be as big as you want it to be. And what I'd like to ask you is what would you put into the virtual happy jar that would make you happy, but would actually make other people happy as well? Can I put two things in it just to be really awkward? I don't know how much space you've it's, got. It's in this quite happy a big jar. jar. And what I do like is the, the three things I love in life are people that push the boundaries, people that push the boundaries, people that push the boundaries, and people that push the boundaries. So please, by all means, put two things in the virtual happy jar. Uh, okay, thank you for that, Simon. My number one thing, as I mentioned earlier, has got to be sunrise. That is just my grounding bit of the, of everything. So if I, wherever I am, and I, and I spent a few years ago, I spent, I, had a, I challenged myself to run in 50 different places anywhere around the world and see the sun rise in 50 different places and that was like my year-long challenge and I did I, I saw the sunrise in I don't know from New York to the depths of Borneo for example in that one year there was just as I was turning 50 and that's the grounding part of my day that's that's what inspires my day so that's my number one thing is my sunrise and if you can share it with somebody all the better because if you're on your own then the only person you can tell about it is yourself really because no one really feels that sunrise but if you can wake everybody else up get them out of bed and go and share it with somebody then so much the better that is that's the driving factor of the day the second thing that i want to put into the happy jar the virtual happy jar 
is memories. I passionately believe that the more memories and the more good memories that we put into something, then the more happiness it's actually going to bring us. And I'm not saying go and live in the past because I don't believe you should. I believe you should live now and in this moment that we're in at the moment. But when you do get moments of sadness, and that's perfectly acceptable because it's a roller coaster of life. And when you get this roller coaster going, then those happy, funny events that you have as a memory will bring you through all of that. So those are the two things that I'm going to pop in your virtual happy wow. job. Sunrise yeah. and memories. And memories of sunrises. 50 of them. If there's ever a book that comes out with that in my, I will be uh, I will be buying that. I'm halfway through it. It's called Chasing Sunrise. It's called Chasing Sober Sunrises, oh, brilliant. actually. Brilliant. So it, it's that that's the subtitle. And, and the main title is Running Without Beer. So, Watch this space. Can I have? Uh, can I have the? Uh, can I have the uh, suggestive rights on that, uh, please? Uh... <laughs> so, I'm not selling it. <laughs> this is about. This is what Happy Oxygen Podcast is about: is making people laugh. When Matthew's book yep. is available, we will absolutely get him back from okay, for another it. podcast. Thank you so much. You talked about living in the present. But I'm actually going to take you back, 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 back to Matthew of 15 years of age. What guidance, what advice, what encouragement would you write on the back of the toilet door that your 15-year-old self would see? Don't rush a poo. Elaboration on that. I thought about it, Simon, and... It's more of an analogy or a metaphor, I would imagine, but it's about finding that quiet space to yourself where no one's going to interrupt you and you can get some proper insight and clarity into your thoughts. So we live this massively mad day and we this massively busy period of time and everything's happening from all angles. People can communicate with us at, at the drop of a hat. Even whilst you and I have been on the podcast, there's been a couple of phone calls that have come in. And so that's where we are. We rush from the moment we get up to the moment we go to bed. You just need 5, 10, 15 minutes of downtime where you're not doing anything else other than seeking some clarity, seeking that little bit of space where insight can come, where that intuitive feeling that will come that will solve your your problems. And that, in all honesty, that could be in the shower, it could be out in the countryside or anything, but that would be my word of advice. Don't rush your poo. I absolutely agree with you, Matthew. It's something that I live by my, my life with. I'm going to give you two bits of information now, which you may or may not want to uh, want to absorb. And what I'd really love, if anyone is listening to the podcast, on the toilet, please leave us some messages or, or in the comments below. We'd love to hear that uh, you're enjoying this podcast whilst not rushing a poo. If anyone's done the whole 26 minutes uh, on the toilet, we have a medal that we can send out to you. What I was going to say, though, Matthew, is that and, and I know you've enjoyed or I say enjoyed is the wrong word. You've read some of my LinkedIn missives that I put out occasionally. For the most part, they're written on the toilet. So I know, and I, and I, and because I totally agree with your analogy, and I find that writing those on my device, and I do apologize for telling people I take my phone into the toilet, but I, I, I find that 10 minutes, as you said, of clarity 
helps me my LinkedIn posts. And uh, so for those of you reading, you now have in your mind's eye that uh, not always having a poo, you know, I mean, I've, sometimes I've finished. However, I think what you've said is absolutely spot on, Matthew. Don't rush a poo. Thank Moving you. swiftly, <laughs> swiftly on. I'm so intrigued when your 15-year-old reads that advice. What makes you happy cry? Oh, Simon, now the crumbs. You're really laying me bare with all of this, aren't you? Bearing in mind the, the sort of industry that I've worked in and the sort of things that I've done have been, you know, at, at times I had to deal with uh, customer complaints and uh, go out on site and deal with building contractors who are in a fairly aggressive environment. It was a very shouty sort of environment. When I tell you this in a second, it's really going to destroy any credibility I ever had. But I can cry at the X Factor. I can cry at the drop of a hat at the most, the simplest thing. I'm not talking about bawling my eyes out, but it will bring a tear to my eye at something like just a happy occasion on the, you know, the sad story that they play or, or the happy occasion or something like that. Then I can cry at that. What makes me really, really cry with laughter i'm thinking of of something like a comedy series and i probably think at the moment because i'm very similar to the sort of patriarchal figure in in this particular comedy series something like friday night dinners if you haven't seen it does just make me just yeah that brings my laughter in and gets me to that sort of point because that's just me this sort of clueless middle-aged man that's wandering around with a wife and two children that are too much to handle and and yeah that's probably me that makes me laugh and cry oh brilliant that's the one with will out the in-betweeners in isn't it yeah it is yeah the the in-betweeners simon oh the (laughs) in-betweeners there now don't start me on that one just with the in-betweeners even with richard that pops up in in, when they're on holiday in magaluf or wherever it is and pops up with a fork and says hi i'm richard that's enough to set me off I don't, I don't actually need a punchline to anything, just his mannerism and, and everything else. Brilliant. <laughs> and that's what this whole The Happy Oxygen is about, is having a chat and making each other laugh. Yeah. And, I, I, and I, I, can, I can sense, I, I mean, you know, we're, we're quite lucky here in, in so far as I can, I can see you uh, over a virtual platform, but all the people on the podcast can't. But Matthew is rocking with laughter and you should be able to hear that in his voice as well. And that's so brilliant. Happy songs. Mine happy is songs. Hoppy Polar, which is by Sigur Ross, which is a uh, an Icelandic group. And if you haven't if you haven't yeah. listened to Hoppy Polar, I'll, I'll send yeah, you a yeah. link. But what's your happy song and why? It's one my wife introduced me to when I first met her 18, 20 years ago. There's exactly ten years between me and my wife. When I first met her, she was much more club orientated and nights out and and everything else like that. And there was a song by Nitin Swahini. And I've probably got the the saying, the the pronunciation completely wrong. It's called Sunset. It's Ibiza-esque, on a beach, watching the sun go down with some deep house tunes in the background. Yeah, Brilliant. And we're going to have a list of all of these songs. We're going to ask Matthew for the YouTube link to that song so we can push this out to our listeners as well. And hopefully you'll enjoy the, the happiness theme. But happy songs are quite unique to individuals as well. So it'll be interesting to see or hear other people's opinion of, uh, of, of Hoppy Polar. And uh, what was it called again, uh, Matthew? It's called Sunset by Nitan Swahini. Sunset by Nitan Swahini. Even, even that makes you sort of feel, feel lovely, doesn't it? 
And now you've gone the other end. Yeah. You've gone, and and, and yeah. maybe it's because you're sensing that we're almost coming up to our 26 minutes because you mentioned sunrise at the beginning, and now we're and now we're into sunset. But what I'm going to do first before we uh, and and we're at the penultimate question actually now. But what I'd like to ask you now is, what is your happy cure? So when you're feeling down, and you know as well as I do, that sometimes we have up days, sometimes we have down days. What's your go-to happy cure? Oh, come Simon. I'm just going to put it out there completely. My go-to happy cure used to be solace in four cans of Stella and a couple of bottles of wine. And my happy cure now probably is knowing that I don't need that at all. It's just, just this. This is enough. That's brilliant uh, and so inspirational. Matthew, thank you so much. We are on the last question of that we ask every guest. Now, as soon as I mention this, I know from our previous conversations that you're going to get excited anyway. But uh, um, for those of you on the podcast that don't know, we end the last question with a reference to BOD. BOD is the most exciting, inspirational and almost as good as Jamie and the Magic Torch, but we won't go there. For me, Bod just uh, uh, epitomizes everything that's good in the world. And for those of you too young to have loved Bod in the way that certainly Matthew and I do, it's time for Dr. Google for you. And you'll enjoy Farmer Barlimo and uh, all the other PC Plod and all the other good stuff aren't flow. But at the end of Bod, there is... A question that is asked. And, and this is brilliant, I've always wanted to say tonight, Matthew, what is your favourite milkshake and why? I feel like I'm going to really let you down on this, Simon, after the big build up, but I can't stand milkshake. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to change the question. What is your favourite soft drink and why? <laughs> uh, so my favourite soft drink at the moment, I, I, um, I love Bod anyway. And that, like I said to you before, that's my wife's nickname for me uh, because of the way that I walk. I just bod about. My, my favourite soft drink at the moment is non-alcoholic gin and tonic. That is, that's a treat once a week for me is just the business and it's like drinking proper gin again but without the effects of it so i'm going to put non-alcoholic gin and tonic out there wonderful matthew hodinot thank you so much for joining us on the happy oxygen podcast it's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you it's been a blast thank you very much